Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Sandy, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. I'm Mike. I'm MB. And I am Hero. And MB? Hey, you went back to Hero for this episode. OG. E. MB, what are we doing here tonight? We are in for yet another edition of Pulp Watch 1994. American American crime story, The People v. O.J. Simpson. No, no, it's an American horror story, MB. I thought he was going to say American hot story. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Johnny an American Cochran does feature heavily in this episode. It's an American jalapeno story. And this episode is episode seven, Conspiracy Theories. Oh, we're do we have a bottom of this? Yeah, we're gonna crack the case wide open while this show just does some stuff. And Speaking of cracking the case wide open. Yes. James, you experienced something. Yeah, as with the last episode, we're gonna begin this episode with some uh, minor fact-checking on the previous episode. And this week's fact-checked comes in a recent appearance on The View by Marsha Clark, which is shocking because I did not know that The View was still a thing that existed. I didn't know Marsha Clark was still a thing that existed. She's living very comfortably, MB. Same hair. I'm sure. Uh, so Marsha Clark has joined the growing number of people actually involved in this case who have come forward to say that they are very confused by this show. <laughs> now, Marsha Clark is very conflicted because she's very much in love with Sarah Paulson's performance and is glad that there's a piece of media portraying her as less than totally incompetent. At the same time, she was very baffled by last week's episode and Flat out said something along the lines of, you, they know that if I broke down crying in the middle of a courtroom because nobody liked my new haircut, I would be immediately disbarred, right? <laughs> so even Marsha Clark <laughs> is saying, that is not professional courtroom conduct at all. <laughs> Meanwhile, she joins such a loom as Cato Kalin, who literally have... They all have to come out and say, no, Ryan Murphy is just making stuff up. I will say, we have gotten no word as of yet from Mark Furman on whether or not he had a case of Nazi medallions. I like to imagine he does. Well, no, it's it's incredibly possible that he's commented on every episode. It's just he's commented on Fox News, so nobody watches it. <laughs> He has been a commentator on Fox News for several years. So for Sean Hannity, Nazi they just hire evil people. Also, we've even gotten word from OJ himself, who, while praising Cuba Gooding Jr.'s performance, said that he didn't look a thing like him. His head was too small, which I agree. 
Praising Cuba Gooding Jr.'s performance, the man truly is a murderer. I just love how he had to give his live commentary from prison. Yeah, could you imagine if OJ released a commentary track for each episode? <laughs> like the inmates in the background. Man, I need some money. I gotta get out of here, man. I'll rap again. <laughs> you want me to rap about how I killed my wife? Get juiced. Get juiced. <laughs> if uh, I did it, this is how I'd do it. If I did it, this is how I'd do it. I just loved her so much, so it's okay. Anyway. Now, see, now I just want commentaries on every episode from AC. <laughs> hey, man, this is fucking AC! <laughs> he does it from inside the Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is terrible. Speaking of terrible, the episode. Yes, uh, we're not watching this live as it's about to air again. Uh, scheduling's hard, and quite frankly, I'm okay with watching this without commercials, because then it's shorter, and it's less time of my life. Not that I, and us, don't like bringing you fine people folk at home quality podcasting audio entertainment for your ears. But let's face it, this is, this is a tough set. This, this is, is a pretty really... bad fucking show. Yeah. But, um, and offensive. So, I'm going to count to three. You can watch this along with us if you'd like. I'm going to count to three. After I say three, we're going to press play. Are you ready? Ready, Captain. Uh, just a minute. You keep saying that. Mine it's is... It's my catchphrase uh, for tonight. Give me a little bit of trouble. Give me a little. I'm going to turn to the wall in the opposite direction and admire my Spider-Man woodcut. Oh, so many iconic covers. I hate you so much, James. I didn't buy that. It was a gift. From Spider-Man. You, you can own it, too, for the low price of $10 at your local Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobbies have stayed over for me. And also, and also it's Hobby Lobby. Hey, Hobby Lobby has spontaneously become an awesome store. It's amazing. Hobby Lobby is very nice. Aren't they evil, though? Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Saying that, I still like to shop at a store that has nice stuff, so it's, it's a poor quandary. It's like Chick-fil-A. All this, all this is going in, by the way. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm now, see, now, see, I stand firmly by Chick-fil-A because you cannot judge a chicken sandwich by the merits of the company that makes it. Fuck, their chicken sandwiches are good. And healthy. I mean, healthier than most other things. But, you know, if you're going to eat fast food, go for Chick-fil-A. It's it's pure. I still, I, have, I still have a gift card for one free sandwich from Chick-fil-A. It's the only time I will ever eat there. What are you going to get? A chicken sandwich. You know what their spicy uh, deluxe? It's it's marvelous. Imagine that is good. I just like the idea of eating a chicken sandwich to the expense of homophobes. <laughs> Are you hanging in there, MB? Uh, still not getting. I may have to reload the page. You're using the bottom. The idea of us just vamping, vamping for thirty minutes. <laughs> I'm using catch there. Um, the which one is it? The vod locker. Vod locker. Second to last. I was using all my V. Oh, oh never use all my V. I don't know why V... Oh, I don't know what V stands for. I I don't want to know. No. I'm giving you all my V, MP. Never, ever say that again. Does that mean James has, like, a vagina attached to a tentacle? <laughs> why is it attached to a tentacle? Well, if you're giving... If you're giving it... If you're giving all of it to him, I imagine it shooting out from you and then going inside of him. No. 
Oh, because that's fucking weird, right? No, in the scenario where I have a vagina, I'm offering the entire uh, internal experience. No, I like my this mental is, image way better. This is the single most uncomfortable conversation I've ever had. I, You made it weird and realistic. I at least made it silly. <laughs> you are both at fault here. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with either of you. You're the one who brought up all my V. Because it's on the page. Well, so's my cunt. You don't have a cunt. This is make-believe, James. You don't know that. You've never met me. We've been friends for ten years. I was frozen today. <laughs> so how's the video player going, MB? Okay. <clears throat> Manners. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. This is going to be the weirdest opening to a pulp watch yet. One. Two. Three. God help us all. Boom, Travolta. I like how just suddenly this all goes into just just the race of it all. Batman has had enough of Mr. Sinister's antics. Have his eyebrows gone bushier between episodes? Yeah. At least he's not doing that weird voice from last episode. I like how that episode... change hairstyles again? Yes. I like how we're just putting that episode behind us now. (laughs) Is he becoming more Cochrane? Yes. This is his origin. I love how fast-paced this episode is already. It's an amazing change of pace. Also, am I to understand that the Furman stuff went on off-screen? Eh, fairly. They had more important things to talk about, like Marsha Clark's hair. And cutting out Kato's role. Like how Kato got his wish, and... Had less of them on there. But they cut him out of the part where he was actually in there in real life. Oh, you assume that that's not coming. They just move it around. Well, they already referenced that he was on the stand. I mean, I guess he could come back. He tries on the glove. They change it up. They make Kato the murderer. Kato, you son of a bitch. I could see that. Also, is this guy going to, like, become... I don't know, the jackal or something? No, facts. You know what's really exciting? Somebody typing in a number into a fax machine. That is exciting. Cuba Gooding Jr. getting paid to just sit there and be baffled. To be fair, that's the best work of his career. Sorry, radio. He won an Oscar. 
He was in boat drip. My god, the tents. I just love how David Schwimmer at this point is just background dressing. Best work of his career. I would say that's his career in a nutshell. Oh, God, we're going into the drug conspiracy. Wow, we are going into the ship. My God. How impressed they are by this. I like how it implies that no one else is capable of that. The touch of the title on the fucking low five. That's amazing. They low five to do for interrupting a murder trial. Sad thing is, this was a legitimate theory put forward. Yep. It's shit like this that derailed the case. God, wouldn't it be an amazing twist if it turned out that the uh, Colombian drug cartel was actually the real killers? And the most fucked up part, their code name is the real killers. <laughs> <laughs> like, OJ's been telling us this whole time, we just don't realize it. What you were going to say, the killer was code name Juice. <laughs> It turns out OJ still killed her. <laughs> he just did it for the Colombians. <laughs> I got in deep, man. Oh, God. Oh, God. Swimmer. This episode is going to be all about Bob Kardashian's search. Malcolm Jamal Warner's coming back. <gasps> AC! Yes! AC! Oh shit, sirens outside my house, guys. Could I be the real killer? <gasps> uh, American You Mark were codenamed real killer all along. So how sad is it when we're happy that OJ's entourage is returning into the fold? <laughs> well, at least something is happening. Tonight on Rock Bottom. A current affair. God. I miss the 90s. I miss when the trash was divided from the rest of society instead of merged like it is now. And exemplified in a presidential front runner. <laughs> 
Is he about to kill Kardashian for some reason? <laughs> he calls Bob the goon in and shoots him. Shapiro. <laughs> AMC could not fucking pull the trigger on saying one fuck. This show says it every five goddamn seconds. So I thought the fucking kingpin was about to walk in for a second there. <laughs> Juice. Wow, that's a child actor. Wow, just... Could you have just dubbed her over or CGI'd her or... Are you going to help my daddy find the man who killed my mommy? Also, that is a 90s garage. Also, can people stop writing, like, fucking 13-year-old kids saying mommy and daddy? Yeah. At least it wasn't another Kardashian kid. Well, I'm sure that's coming. They are sciencing this glove shit. This is all true. Not a hoax, not an imaginary story. See the fall of OJ. Our jury's stupid, so it doesn't matter. I just like how they're setting up their defeat. Fucking shy, Clark. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been amazing if he said, hell yeah. And I will beat you if you ask me one more goddamn question, Whitey. He's not Sean Connery. Sorry. I miss Johnny Cochran. I miss the fun supervillains our pop culture had. Well, Cochran was like, he was like Magneto. Like, he did bad things, but he also fought for good. He was Frankenstein's monster just looking for his creator. Okay, are they seriously setting them up to fuck? Yes. I like the idea of all the people involved in this case watching this show week to week, wondering what's going to happen to themselves. (laughs) We have no idea what's going to happen next. Oh my god. Travolta, what the fuck are you doing? 
OJ is confused. That is what Cuba Gooding Jr. is doing on this show now. Asking what something is, then squinting. And continuing to squint. <laughs> He's just so confused. God, Cochran's house is so nice. Is he sleeping in a living room? <laughs> I think so. I love how many pajama scenes we have with John A. Cochran. No one needs to know about my time on Asteroid M. <laughs> I did it to lead the new mutants! I told you never to mention Polaris to me! I like Polaris. It turns out it was you who did not fit, Johnny. I love when people go to bed with full makeup on in movies and TV. <laughs> I like how it's his fault hair. that that thing she already knew about was leaked to the press. Bob. Oh, please tell me Shapiro and Kardashian are going to form an alliance. Also, is Schwimmer wearing a fat suit? I can't tell. Neither can I. Travolta's doing a voice again. I like how they're playing these people as innocent. It's so weird. I like how they just found that, um, that bloody knife that was, like, years ago buried on OJ's property. It had nothing to do with anything. I just like that his house just is like some sort of haunted site that collects murder <laughs> weapons. Like it secretes it from the ground itself. I hate you, David Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is happening right now. AC don't like. The AC was called in. I like how AC is brought in like like fucking Spider-Man bringing Daredevil in to consult on something the only one I could trust AC they open it up back all the way out oh it's actually OJ with a knife surprise (laughs) stab 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 The look on AC's face. It's <laughs> just penthouse. This is porn. Rob, I need you to dispose of this for me. And only if I get the electric chair. Quote of the episode. I knew there was nothing funky in that bag. (laughs) They tease him because they know he's going to become Robert Kardashian Jr. I'm really struggling to play an Armenian man when I am David Schwimmer, the whitest person who's ever fucking lived. I don't I'm not I look at me. I'm not even bothering to put the spray tan on anymore. Look how pale I am as an Armenian man. I'm not I can't even bring myself to put in the effort to play this part anymore after I've been sitting at home eating nothing but nachos and cheese, not even together. I can't even eat it together cuz I get confused sometimes and then they call me for this role and you know, it was a plum part. It's it, I I watch American Horror Story. I mean, at least I've heard of it. I don't know. I don't have cable. The, the thing is, I'm falling apart here, AC. <laughs> I was in Band of Brothers. <laughs> I feel you, man. I, like, I feel you. I just liked how he broke down, then called Malcolm Jamal Warner AC. In the moment he believed it. Hey, what the fuck is this scene about? I, I got lost. Humanity of Robert Kardashian. The humanity of AC. My God. It is funny because in real life, Robert Kardashian did slowly over the course of the trial start to realize OJ was guilty. And by the end of it, didn't want anything to do with him. God, I I forgot how much I miss 
Travolta just super villain villaining. Why you I, saw, I, I don't know what that means. Also, new quote. Why you be half step? Also, he's doing the OJ voice again. That incorrect voice. Speaking of voices, what the fuck is Travolta doing? I think we cleared it up a long time ago. He's playing Mr. Sinister. Did he get dental work done between episodes or something? I like how OJ can only talk in football <laughs> analogies. I like how this is how far they went into research. Okay, before we write this, who is OJ Simpson? Um, he, he played football. Okay, meeting adjourned. We have our character. See? He'll be on the bench, Shapiro. I swear to God, I thought he was going to say that. Yes! <laughs> Welcome to black people, Marsha. Why do I get the... Suspicion that this sequence is going to end with them being thrown out of the party for trying to convict OJ. Probably. Because black people are evil in this universe. This scene's not gonna go well, is it? Just for societal reasons. I like Marsha Clark trying to be sly oh. and smoking. <laughs> How did she not have lung cancer by the end of this? I'm so fucking confused by this show. Isn't this supposed to be about the trial for O.J. Simpson? I mean, you can't say this isn't an accurate representation of what they were doing during the trial. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're talking about fraud. Holy shit! <laughs> that's a conspiracy theory. The frogmen training government. <laughs>
you know, I know that it was called. This doesn't make me any happier. This is about to get really uncomfortable. She is about to shut the black community down. I do give them credit for at least pointing out how stupid this theory is. <laughs> this is actually the best this show's ever done. Saying that, they totally planted that sock. <laughs> but I think that's just generally accepted. That's the weird thing about this case is that Technically speaking, the villains are both OJ and the LAPD. It's not just OJ. There was no good guy in the story. No. Except for AC. He was always there. Keeping it real. He drove the Bronco out of a friendly duty. He would have done the same for all of you. What I love is if Marsha put on this kind of performance in real life in court. They might have won. No, she's not. <laughs> well, Sarah Paulson is. <laughs> that was just between scenes. <laughs> oh, they're seriously playing this as a love story. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, by now, we've established this is largely a work of fiction anyway. I hope Marsha Clark just keeps appearing on interviews to be confused about this show. I do not have sex with that black man. I swear to God, I thought I was just going to cut to hardcore fucking. Just hardcore. I would be all. Just Sarah Paulson's back just flexing like Dollar Hunt. <laughs> Across it is a glove. <laughs> Oh, they're in a fucking apartment cop. I was so confused. Well, they were in a parking garage for a second there. I thought it's like is the fight scene from Old Boy about to like unleash. I am all for Sarah Paulson as an action star. That has been a long time coming. That would be amazing. 
She has to protect her girlfriend who's been kidnapped. I hope this scene goes on for 25 minutes. They open the door, OJ's inside with a gun. <laughs> Won't you sit your fucking ass down? We'll talk about this case. No, not on the bench! <laughs> He's wearing the other glove. <laughs> Why has no one that... brought Satanists in a conspiracy theory for the OJ Simpson trial? The glove and the other glove? Wait, so they didn't become a thing because he didn't make a move? Why do I feel like he's about to be killed? I thought the, like, the beginning scene of uh, Beverly Hills Cop was about to take place. God, think what could have happened if they'd have hooked up. The power of love would have convicted O.J. Simpson. Oh, God, no. Oh, Jesus. Also, I know we kind of went over this in the previous episode, but I like that this show thinks it's making a firm stance against sexism, <laughs> but it also saw a man and a woman working side by side for an extended period of time, and their first thought was, ah, oh, Darden's got to be tapping that. <laughs> well, this show also thinks it's uh, firmly against racism, and they had the Nazi guy be telling the truth. A guy, they didn't need to make a Nazi. And once again, the villain of this show is not OJ or his defense, but the black community. I like how we're already about to get into The Glove, despite the fact there's like three episodes left. And that's the only thing that happens. Edo! I was so happy when Edo shows up. Fucking Even though he just, he just looks so done every time. Fucking space gangster Edo. <laughs> With his infinity gauntlet. <laughs> Oh, God, what is Travolta doing? Oh, no. He's adjusting his walk. <laughs> what the fuck is about to happen? 
Why are they playing supervillain music under him? Because he's a supervillain. I first encountered the Summers clan in the late 1800s. That's evidence, sir. You can't be doing that. You know, it just looks like he's going to kill somebody with the murder hook. Yes, I'm Robert Kardashian. He's <laughs> such a goddamn super villain. Oh my god. Jesus. Also, are they seriously playing it as though the glove didn't fit? Yes. So they're just going to leave out the whole, it, the glove, A, was shrunk by the LAPD, and B, Cochran had OJ for several weeks leading up to this moment that was planned off his arthritis medicine so his hands would swell up. That's the thing they're going to lead out. That's a known fact! What are you doing? I am Murphy is an idiot. At this point, what the fuck is the book about? Is it just the book that's wildly off-base? I never fucking heard of it before, before this goddamn show. Like, did they just base this show off of one of those weird, unauthorized biography things? Probably. This is like, uh, the unauthorized story of Three's Company. <laughs> I don't I mean, like I it when Nathan Lane looks like that. I mean, as other people have pointed out, this is essentially a super high-budget Lifetime original movie. They're seriously playing Marcia Clark as she got pissy because she didn't get some black dick. As we all would. To be fair, that's a more reasonable explanation for this case going south. It's true. Also, I mean, this part is true. It's just the prosecution going, here, you handle evidence. Seriously, one of the biggest fucking follies of the prosecution was going, 
Let's give the evidence to the defense and have them do it. Let's give them full control of the situation. Because that's going to make the biggest spectacle. Because God, did Ido want that trial to be big and outlandish. Also, I, w- I was really expecting there would be an entire episode about the glove, and this shouldn't happen now. Watermelon, watermelon, cantaloupe, cantaloupe. <laughs> Why'd you go with watermelon, James? That is a known trade fact. <laughs> God, it's happening, guys. I'm pretty sure Cuba Gooding Jr. isn't wearing the same suit OJ wore that day. Oh, this isn't accurate at all, but yeah. Oh, part of it is, but no. I like how they just let let, uh, Shapiro just do whatever he wanted with the gloves. He has to put on a rubber glove to handle it. Well, no one was watching Shapiro, despite it being a televised court case. Uh, I forgot about the rubber glove underneath it. That was the one thing that always confused me as a kid, even watching it. Is like, I was five when this happened, and even I had enough sense to know you don't put a, a glove under another glove and expect it to fit. Everyone's so excited. I like them recreating the footage. So for the folks at home, this is one of the primary reasons courtroom cases aren't televised anymore. Yep. I like how they make it, they're making it look like the glove fit better than it did in real life. Seriously, of all the details involved, this is what, how they're doing the biggest moment in the trial. Actually, they look like they fit fine. They really do. Cuba Cooding Jr. is a small dude. They couldn't make fake gloves not fit Cuba Cooding Jr. Because seriously, he's not as big as John Travolta. He's a very small man. I'm sorry, did they just fit in him making the Black Power movement? So this episode is going to end with someone putting a hit out on Darden, right? 
And that's someone being Marsha Clark. I like how they fucked up making the gloves too small for Cuba Gooding Jr.'s hands. How? How does this show fail at everything? What? (laughs) (laughs) What was that? What? The tiniest five of all. My god. What? Black power, my brother. Uh. My question is, where's the rhyme? I just can't believe the biggest moment. The the biggest moment. The the entire trial of... In American history, there I said it, it's just a thing that happens in the middle of a random episode about conspiracy theories. And they don't do any of the buildup that was known, like the LAPD shrinking the glove or the arthritis medication. Poor Darden. You incompetent fuck. Hey, Darden was an angel. That is true. And that was the end of the episode. Once again, the glove didn't even have anything to do with most of the plot of that episode. Just some stuff happened. Like, what happened? What was going on with Cochran and his double life that was in the beginning of the episode and then never brought up again? What anything? Well, what was with the freaking scene of them opening the bag at ADC's house? And then David Schwimmer just pouring his heart out to Malcolm Malcolm Jamal Warner for seemingly no reason. That dude has issues. But it it was AC. Yeah, help me, AC. This fucking show. That was the most exciting episode since, I don't know, episode three. That was the most good episode since then. I use good very loosely, just like as yeah, far as entertainment goes. I'm very, I'm very mixed on it myself, because like, on one hand, it's the best in terms of quality-wise as far as a show goes, but it's the worst in terms of accuracy. It did such weird things, like all the things you could take away from the glove. You just do it as a random aside. I, I mean, I know it's a big moment in, in in the show, but you still just do it there with just out just no build up. It just just yeah. having just having Travolta just go over and say, "Hey, you want to see something funny?" I hate this show. I, God, how are they going to have three more episodes of this? What are they going to focus on? I don't know. They did the big thing. They did the big thing. Also, hey. he didn't say that if the glove doesn't quit, it, you must have quit. Yeah, what the fuck? Is that I am, Oh, I am so mad that they have gone so far without, uh, without Johnny Cochran rhyming. Seriously, Cochran said it when he was trying the glove on, didn't he? He said it at the press conference right after, I think. 
Or maybe, no, no, no. He was doing it when he was introducing OJ up to the stand. Uh, I think that was his closing arguments, wasn't it? It might have been his closing arguments. I'll wait till the end of the show because I don't, I, I don't remember to be honest, so I can't really hold it against it. It may have been because his closing arguments, but I'm still calling bullshit anyway because I can. I, I can make bold pro- pro- proclamations. The show does. Also, I like how this is the one episode where we did not have to go to Wikipedia. <laughs> Uh, well, this was a fast-paced episode. I know. Well, we do have uh, we do have we did have one planned, and hopefully, if we can do a live episode next week, we can return to the commercial break doing asides to Wikipedia. Because boy, do we have a doozy for you this week! Oh, it's it's spectacular. Considering the trial just ended, I'm sure we won't have that much to talk about. <laughs> I'm hoping episode ten is just about his uh, his rap video. Anyway. This has been Pulp Watch 1994 for American Crime Store, The People v. O.J. Simpson Episode 7, Conspiracy Theories. And I've been Mike. I've been the Juice. And I've been AC, goddammit. I knew there was something funky about this show. Put me in, coach. Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying. May I ask what you hope to achieve with this podcast? Those directors created these movies. They filled them with subtext, motifs, messages. They deserve to be discussed. The answer is irrelevant. Movies are simply entertainment, nothing more. Does it matter what they mean? Yes. Yes, it does. I don't understand. Well, Cody, I guess that's because I'm a human being. And you're a robot. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That's quite all right. Box office pulp. Big things have small beginnings. Hands up!